This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. Welcome to Kids Bible Minute with our daddy, Landon Rao. Hello again and welcome to Kids Bible Minute. I'm your host, Landon Rowell, and I'm also the local preacher for the Church of Christ here in Ramona, Oklahoma. I want to thank Bible Way Media out of the Ulaga Church of Christ for giving me the opportunity to do this podcast and each of you for studying God's Word with me. I enjoy our studies together and look forward to it each week. As always, I want to make certain you have your Bible with you so that when I mention a Bible verse, you can read that verse for yourself and not just take my word for it. Now, most of the time, I will read that passage mentioned out loud, so it's best if you pause this podcast. When the scripture is mentioned, turn to that verse and read it. Then unpause the podcast and read along with me as I read it out loud. If you are new to our study. First, I want to say thank you for studying with us. And secondly, I want to let you know that you can reach all archived or past episodes easily now at RamonaCofc.com. That's RamonaCofc.com in the podcast section where there is a direct link to Kids Bible Minute past episodes. Today, we're going to be looking at how we got the Bible. My hope is that in this study, we can learn to have a better appreciation for both God and His providence in providing for us that which is His perfect Word. To answer this question, we are going to be looking at three separate parts. First, we will look at the mechanics used throughout time in God's Word. Second, we will look at the formation of the Bible. And third, we will look at why we can trust the Bible to be God's Word. Each of these will be a different podcast. Also, so that I can get a lot of information in each lesson, I will only mention the passages, but I do hope that you will actually read them for yourself in your studies. With that said, let's look at the different mechanics today used by God through man to write his word. Man, and thus God through him, used several different materials to write the word of God. We see stone, for example, in Exodus chapter 34 and verse 1. We find stone covered with plaster in Deuteronomy 27 and verses 2 through 3. Clay tablets were also a very popular material that was used in Ezekiel chapter 4 and verse 1. And though we don't always have the Bible mentioning some of the different materials, we do, because of history and archaeology, uh, find God's Word written on many other materials. For example, during the Roman time, they would use wood planks that had wax rubbed on them. This would enable the Romans to write stuff on these and then, when needed, to simply wipe that away and write something new on that wood with wax tablet. The Bible also mentions writing on wood, number 17, verses 2 and 3, and probably the most popular one where we find in Mark 15, 26, where Pilate writes the name Jesus, King of the Jews, on the cross. Gold was also a very common metal used, Exodus 28, verse 36, though we also know during the Greek and Roman empires, bronze was a very common metal as well. Also, broken pieces of pottery, known as ostracon, 
have been found within New Testament writings on them, and one piece even dates back to 1100 B.C., wherein we find the Hebrew alphabet written on it. Papyrus, which was an early form of paper, was by far the most common, as was later leather and parchment, which were both made from animal skins, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13. So as you can see, God, through man, used a variety of materials to have his word written on. Now, I would like to spend a moment also during this mechanics topic to talk about Bible manuscripts. What I mean by that is those handwritten uh, documents, all right, that were written down, whether it be on stone, as we talked about, or gold or uh, wood, whatever the case may be, any of those pottery would be considered Bible manuscripts when it has God's Word written in the original language on them. Otherwise, it would be a translation if in a different language. Now, the reality is there are no original Bible manuscripts. By that, I mean we do not have any original letters from Paul or Luke or anyone else who wrote the Bible. We only have copies of the originals. In other words, as Paul would talk about, this is my handwritten letter, what we have is someone who painstakingly copied that letter over and over and over so that there would be a lot of copies like we have today with a lot of different Bibles out there, not translations, but Bibles out there, uh, so that people would have it in their hands. They could read it. They could study it. So every congregation would have the Bible, things like that. Now, why would God not allow us to have any of the original manuscripts? Why do we only have copies? Well, as you and I know, mankind has a tendency to worship the created rather than the creator. In 2 Kings 18 and verse 4, we see a great example of this where earlier in time, God had, uh, as the Egyptian uh, Hebrew people were led out of, or excuse me, as the Hebrew people were led out of Egypt, uh, God had to erect a serpent to help keep them in line. They had gotten into sin, and so they could look on that if they had been bit by a snake, and it would heal them. Well, eventually... Like so many things that God created, they became worship. Second Kings 18.4 is a great example of this. So there's a good reason right there why we don't have any of the original manuscripts. Now, when it comes to manuscripts, the reality is there are well over 25,000 fragments or full copies of the New Testament, which does not include the over 36,000 secular writings that actually quote the Bible. There's actually every bit of the Bible is actually quoted in one letter or another by men who would be writing to, let's say, a king or writing to a friend, and they would be quoting scripture. And so we have thousands upon thousands of copies of these manuscripts or quotes. In the Old Testament, the most 
well-known manuscripts that were found in the 1930s and some 60s, if I remember right, are the Dead Sea Scrolls, which date back some pre-300 years before Jesus was even born. And of these, we have over 900 of them, even the complete uh, Isaiah book that dates back again to about 300 years before Christ. And that doesn't count all the other thousands of fragments and copies that we have. So as you can see, God not only used a lot of different materials throughout time to write his word down, he also providentially allowed many of them to be preserved. In other words, copies made so mankind would have access to his divine word forever. Well, that concludes this Bible study for today. As always, I want to thank you for studying God's precious Word with me. And I want to encourage you to continue to study God's Word every day. Be sure to use the wonderful material and other podcasts made available through the Bible Way Media app or website at BibleWayMedia.org. I also personally have a website at Gospel-Preacher.com. Of course, make sure you ask your parents if it's okay by them before you download the app or go to those websites. I also encourage you to contact me personally with any question about the Bible at the Ramona Church of Christ email address, which is RamonaCofC at gmail.com. That's RamonaCofC at gmail.com or through our Facebook page or any other social media outlet. Make sure you message the Ramona Church of Christ in Oklahoma, not California. Until we have an opportunity to meet again, peace be with you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.